Once again, this is Craig Charles of Crown Cuts Academy. Just want to introduce you guys to um, how to be successful at the Barber College, how to choose a Barber College. Check it out, Crown Cuts Academy Live. Once again, getting it. Read and love the Johnson City way. Hey, hey, we're back. We're back again with Barber College Success. Thanks for attending. We have some bright new faces in the crowd. Shane, I miss you, brother. <laughs> we have some new people. We even have um, a spouse, a wife, a fiance, a wife. Man, how long you guys been married? Almost 13 years. Oh, man, amazing. We're back again for Barber College Success. We're going to be talking about changing careers. Why did these guys choose to change their careers? And letting you, if you're out there, realize that it's never too late to change your career. A lot of people are changing careers from barbering to barbering, I would say. And talking to, to these fine folks and gentlemen and women about why choose barbering? What do you see? Where do you see your career going? What do you like about it so far? We have some students who are in school and we have some students who graduated. So we have a perspective on both sides. So I'll jump into it. And Shane, how you doing? How you been? Introduce yourself and talk about your journey and why you chose barbering. Uh Craig, thank you. I'm Shane Buchanan. Um, I just recently graduated, and uh, you know, I, I I just chose a new career because I was ready for something different. You okay. know, and uh, I was hoping that it would lead me in a different direction, and it has so far. Uh, it's led me in a good direction, and uh, hopefully, it'll keep going that way. Well, for and I sure. think I think it will. Um, so I'm I'm looking forward to the future now. So. The future is bright because as we talked about in the past podcast last week, I don't know if you you saw it. The industry, yeah. um, the eighty-two billion-dollar industry. I mean, hey, that's that's amazing. Just thinking about that on that level. Yeah, and, you know, and and I hope I hope I can I can get a part of that. But uh, oh, hope and I, I I'm I'm foreseeing we will. Yeah, definitely. Um, let someone else interested himself. Um, Tim, Tim, he's looking for an Instagram name, and we came up with one at school last week, the Hillbilly Barber, but his wife said no. <laughs> Any suggestions out there will be appreciated. Oh, for sure, Tim. Why? Why? And, and tell us what you did before. Also, why change career? Shane, we'll get back to you on that. Well, uh, I owned a restaurant over where I'm from in North Carolina, and uh, with the whole COVID disaster, we kind of lost that. And I've always had interest in you know, interest in being a barber. Okay. So uh, I went online and I found Crown Cuts, and I met up with Craig over here and. I liked what he had to say, and I liked the school, so here we go. That's what I'm talking Brand about. Brand new journey kicking off, and so far it's exciting, and I'm loving it. So changing careers, that's something. Do you get, do you get nervous at all? Oh, uh, all the time, sure. <laughs> so what's the, do your wife feel that nervousness, or she helps you ease the tension? How, how do you she, go about she, that? She says yes, she gets nervous. <laughs> <laughs> nervous for you on someone's head, or just nervous for you just driving to school? Because you drive... How long did you drive to come? Takes to about an hour each way. Okay. To get to school and back. But I mean, uh, it's a nice little drive. Kick some music on, relax. What kind of music you listen to? Uh, you name it, I listen to it. <laughs> Is it music that you play that you that you guys play when y'all have y'all? Uh, that and uh, I listen to everything from eighties rock to reggae to today's pop to. There's hardly <laughs> much I don't listen other than bluegrass. I don't like bluegrass. <laughs> 
There's some, there's some hip-hop bluegrass out there. You got to check it out. <laughs> you can't be the hillbilly barber if you're not going to listen sure to Sure you can. Sure you can. I'm, I want a new name. Anybody out there listen, kick me a new name. Not the hillbilly <laughs> We're gonna barber. We're going to get you one. Try it. I don't know. Um, Appalachian barber? I don't know. No. Don't Appalachian. Like <laughs> um, Ryan, talk about your career and what you've been doing. and what, why, why change careers? Not totally changing careers, but split careers half-half and... Talk about why choosing barbering. Yeah, so uh, my name is Ryan White. Right now I'm a teacher, a business education teacher at Elizabethan High School and a high school baseball coach uh, at Elizabethan as well. I do uh, baseball lessons at uh, local business in RBI Tri-Cities. Um, so I'm already pretty busy, but at the same time, um, I was kind of starting to cut hair just a little bit on the side with uh i mean i was honestly cutting teachers hair down my hallway during my plan <laughs> period that's how i got started um ryan on his extra hustle yeah i the mean school te- te- teacher salary is not enough you yeah. gotta get some extra money <laughs> i feel you Ryan. so so to me it's just something i, I got to where i started to enjoy it and and i start i started to um uh, realized in a lot of ways it was like teaching or like coaching because it was building relationships with somebody that was in my chair, and uh, I also had some friends like Cody at yes. Breaker Barber Company um, that obviously graduated from Crown Cuts as well, and uh, just picking his ear and, and, and picking his brain and, and listening to uh, the advice he had, and he was like, man, why don't you just try it out, you know, just, you know, even if you don't do it full time, right. there's still, <laughs> like you mentioned with the billion dollar industry, there's Ooh. still still money out there to get, and um, you know, I just really enjoy it, man, so... I'm gonna. I think a teaching schedule sets up well for it. Teachers, obviously, we have the summers off, we have weekends off, um, a lot of nights. So, you know, I think there's opportunity for me to to do both. So. And one thing people always have, like, one of the main questions is, how can I come to school? Um, they're really they're afraid, they're panicking because you're changing careers. How can I come to school, keep a part time job, and do what I'm doing? And I'm just here to tell you at the end, it's going to be all worth it. And before we move on to our last um, introductee, I'll let Shane talk about what he did before he came into barbering. Yeah. So uh, right out of high school, I went. I started in automotive manufacturing. And so uh, from there, I, I, I was a production su- supervisor for many years. Uh, I have a degree from Tuscan College uh, in organizational management. And uh, so I just kind of grew. Uh, I, I just kind of got to where I wanted to do something different. Uh, you know, that that expectation was a lot of hours, a lot, lot of days work. So uh, so I kind of got to where I just wanted to work for myself. And uh, I saw this as an opportunity to do that. Mm. And uh, so far, that's that's the direction we're headed. Hey, you're heading the right direction, Shane. I think it's something you chose Hey, I think it's a great it's a great choice. Yeah, yeah you know, and, and from what I've saw, it, it will be. And I know before I even started school, I'd I'd go to different barber shops, and I and it was just always packed. And and I hmm. thought, you know, some some I could do this. So <laughs> so that's that's kind of what started me in this direction. And and Shane, did you ever cut hair before coming to school? No, no, I never did. <laughs> well, you, well, I, I I lied. I my I have two little boys, and I would trim their hair, which it never looked. That way, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, you know, so that was about the extent of it before I started school. Yeah, true story. I remember when Shane started, um, he's like, Man, my wife will never let me touch her hair. His kids came in one day, 
And it was like, no, he's not cutting my hair. <laughs> <laughs> and by the middle of the, the term, the semester, he bring his boys and he would cut their hair and just sit still and just be happy with the haircut they, they get because Shane became a beast with the Clippers. Those tools in his hands, I keep telling him, Shane, you're way better than me when I started. Mm-hmm. And he looks at me and said, what do you say, Shane? I just roll my eyes because I, I know where you're at. So anyway, yeah, and you know, in another in another part of that, my wife, uh, you know, she was real nervous about me, but uh, here lately, you know, I've I've got the color roots and everything. She's let me do that and been uh, kind of happy with that. I hadn't had to sleep on the couch or anything. <laughs> hey, so so yeah, it, it's turned out pretty good. Tim, is your wife listening? Because she's gonna have you do her, right? <laughs> Tim, you're going to do your wife's hair, right? Yes, I'm going to cut her hair. Okay. She actually tried to get me to trim it this morning, and I refused. What? Yeah. Just the confidence level not there yet. No, it is it with everybody else. But she, it out? Yeah. She's very picky about her hair. Hey, Craig, that's easy for you to say, you know, but when you're married, you know, that, yeah. you mess their hair up. It's, yeah. It's, 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 it's over with. Yeah. Do you cut your wife's hair? <laughs> I mean, she asked me to, and I, and I have. She asked me to, and I have, but she do her own thing, and I'm like, hey, I'm all for convenience. If, that's why I don't cut grass. I'm off, I've never cut grass in my life. I'm all for convenience. I would pay somebody to cut my grass. True story. But let's get into the last the guy on this panel, um, Devon Carver Clips. We'll just talk um, hear his story, why he changed careers. What, he, what, what did you do before you changed your career, and why barbering? What has it done for you? Mm, before I was a barber, I was an electrician, an industrial electrician, and I also worked at a Walmart distribution center. And uh, the reason for uh, me changing careers was I was in, Craig's actually my barber. He's been my barber since I was a kid. So I was in his chair one day and he was like, man, D, you, what's wrong with you? You're not yourself, you know? And I was like, man, this job is killing me. <laughs> my back hurts. I can barely walk. He's like, man, I'm starting a school. You should come on down. I was like, Craig, I don't got the hand for that, man. I'm, I've never cut hair before. He's like, no, I promise I'll get you right. And uh, it's been it's been amazing. It changed my life completely. Um, being able to work for myself with my kids being five and four, um, it really gives me the opportunity to kind of grow with my kids and actually be there to experience certain things with my kids. Because, you know, working a lot, working a 12-hour shift or a 10-hour shift five, six days a week, you don't really get to experience a lot of things with your kids. And you miss out on a lot of things, and then one day it's like they're all grown up. So uh, I'm really blessed to be able to 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 experience that with them. Uh, and that's good. And Devon, he, his name is Carver Clips, and he has a large following and probably one of the largest followings here in Johnson City. Um, he got a group, so just check him out. But again, this career would be nothing without people supporting you. And Tim, he brought his wife along to talk about uh, talk about that process. Why is it important to support? your spouse when they're making a career change or choosing something different. Why is it important? You're, you're on camera, so you can't hide. So if you're on camera, acting shy, they're going to see you. Talk about that. Why is it important to support Tim? Okay, she's not a public speaker. <laughs> hey, you, you, well, I mean, I think you gotta have you got to have that person behind you, you know, when I'm coming home and I've got some studies to do and, you know, somebody who's going to... Uh, Help me, back me up on that. Maybe if I'm having some trouble, go to her and say, hey, what do you know about this? Can you help me find this? You know what I mean? Just, right, right. Just that kind of support is 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 quite handy to have. Because as you're changing careers, your life is changing too. Sure. Because you want to be so good, good in this industry, you want to focus and put some time into it. So both parties have to understand 
and support each other. Shane, you want to talk about that? Yeah. So that was that was a huge thing for me and my wife. She, you know, I, I had to have her buy in on it. You know, and and I think I think a lot of us uh, have to have that. And, you know, and if you look at it, it, it takes both. It takes the whole family actually, uh, because my whole family's had to support me. You know, and, and what I've been doing. And and really be behind me, right. you know, while I was doing it, and uh, and and believe in what you're doing. So, you know, I had a little bit before I before I come and talk to you. I had a little bit of convincing to do, but uh, but in the end, you know, I, I think she's tickled and with the with the decision, and I, you know, and I am too. So, and the whole family is so uh, because I'm able to be at home a lot more. Uh, I'm not working seven days a week, you know, so it, it's important. And the perspective is, once you come to school and you start realizing what all barbering entails, everything that you could, everything that's in it, most people just think it's just cutting hair. Mm-hmm. There's so much more, as you've learned being a student, and learning the intricacies and all, everything it has to offer. And that's the fun part. Ryan, what do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, I'm I, I'm really blessed, man. Like, I, Craig and I joke it all the time when we hear people in the shop complaining about their spouse and stuff. I'm like, Craig, we're the only two people that like our spouse. But uh, in all seriousness, man, you know, like, in all seriousness, my wife, um, when I went to approach her about it for the first time, she was like, I don't even know why you're asking me. You got it. You get, you know, you don't need my permission. Go ahead. Um so she's great, man. She's been super supportive. Um, and, in fact, she asks me questions when I come home every day, like when we were in the shampoo chapter, and like, hey, is this the right kind? Am I using the right, yep, you know, yep, or, yep. you know, stuff like that. So, actually, uh, she picks my brain when I come home from stuff I learned at school. But, yeah, it's been great. I mean, summertime is is usually – my wife's a teacher, too. So hmm. the adjustment, the little adjustment for us has been usually we're on the same schedule. We're used to being off every day in the summer together. And so that's been a little bit of an adjustment, but we're both really independent people. So, you know, she's she's enjoyed her, her me time, too, you know. Uh, and that's good. And and the interesting part about barbering and the barbering industry is once you find out what all part of barbering entails, because there's so much, because people just perspectively think that it's just cutting hair. They don't understand the realm of what you have to study and what you have to go through. And Tim, you're like the newest person on this panel, newest person in school. So, what, what do you think about that? What do you what what do you, what did you see coming into barbering that you didn't anticipate, and what is fun about it? What did I know it wouldn't entail? Yeah, uh, uh, what, what, what didn't you anticipate? Because I know you just thought basically we're just going to be cutting, and then you see all this new things we've thrown at you. You're like, wow, do we have to do. Yeah, well, this? a lot of the the chemistry part of it. Mm-hmm. As far as perms and hair coloring and highlighting and you that know, kind you of thing. You know now by you saying that you're convincing your wife to do her hair, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> well, I come home and talk about it all the time. I mean, I talk about what, whatever we're working on that particular day. So she she knows that we've cut. I, I didn't, I guess from my perspective, a barber didn't do those kinds of things. So I didn't anticipate any of the, you know, that part of it hey. in barbering. You're a master barber. There's nothing that you can't do. Yeah, yeah, no, I know now. Men, women, <laughs> hey. But standing on the outside looking in, right. you know, you don't. I don't. I didn't think about those things. So what's fun about that? What's uh, the fun part about knowing that you're going to be so versatile? Well, fun to knowing that I'll be the best uh, by far in my area. 
Right. If anybody's listening out there, I just said it and I can't take it back. It's like one, one barber there, right? <laughs> one barber. No, there's three. Well, there's couple this seven yeah is two. yeah, yeah. So, no there's so there's tim there. is letting you guys know <laughs> yeah hey, he's coming for you yeah to protect yeah. your neck <laughs> just look out tell him so yeah. <laughs> hey that, that, i like that tim i like you have to have confidence barbers once you have confidence um talking about confidence devon over here i mean he he had his own little click coming out of barber school so i mean he already had the carver clips brand talk about that devon changing career and then Realizing what you can do with this industry. Um, well, the first thing I really did was just visualize things like um, visualize where the city was at, how the city was growing, and then visualize like my spot in, in that growth within my community. And um, it was a blessing because Crown Cuts is actually in the neighborhood that I grew up in. And so probably like my third or fourth week, it was it was pretty quick, too. I thought of it. I was like, man. I'm going to go buy Carver Clips because I was raised in Carver. I grew up in Carver. I know everybody from Carver. I was like, man, I'm going to be Carver Clips because I feel like that will really click with the, with, with the culture, you know, that I, that I was raised in. And so I did that, and uh, I created a social media uh, to give myself a platform to kind of uh, promote myself for free without having to pay for anything. And uh, really what I did was I went to the high school and got, like, three of the most popular kids that I knew that went to school, and I just gave them a – a haircut and it was a pretty bad haircut but they loved it though <laughs> because the thing is like he says confidence though when you're cutting someone they can feel the confidence coming off of you or they can feel how uncomfortable you are so it's you know that that confidence you need to keep that confidence and you know there's going to be people that try to uh tear you down or or break you down but don't let it break you because that confidence it rubs off onto your client and then they posted their haircut carver clips and then all of a sudden all I know is I I'm booked up Tuesday through Saturday, you know, and it, it's a real blessing, though, and, and I'm glad that I thought of it the way that I did, too. And one thing I want to get clear to people out there who listen or even watching is that you don't have to have too much experience coming into the school, because one thing I, I will assure you, I will assure you that you'll leave the school be able to cut hair. I will make sure of that. I will give you plenty one-on-one. I'll look you in the eye and walk you through it, and then I'll pull away to make sure you have confidence. So don't think it's something that you have to have plenty of experience in if you're changing careers or if you're doing something different. Shane, talk about that experience just coming into the school, not knowing how to cut hair, and then me throwing you in with the wolves. Yeah, so you're real good at that. And and normally that's the best way I learn, you know, in particular, but I didn't tell you that to begin with, so... Uh, yeah, when I when I first started, I, I was real nervous, you know, because I, I I guess I was one of the oldest ones there. I, you know, uh, me and you probably the oldest yep. ones there. But anyway, I was one of the oldest ones that started, and and I was real nervous about that. But uh, you know, everybody made me feel feel welcome, and I didn't, you know, and uh, and uh, yeah, you just kind of threw me in, and and. I started learning from there. And the thing is, Shane is a great barber. Shane is one of the best barbers in the area, if people don't really know yet. Shane is really versatile. One thing, like I said, at my school, Cronkers Academy, you'll be able to cut black hair, white hair, doesn't matter. All these guys on these panels, they're really comfortable with cutting all different types of hair. And Shane is a beast. Devon's a beast. Ryan is a beast. He's going to be, and he just started. Tim, you're going to be exceptional. You're going to be a beast as well. So one thing I want you guys to know out there, even though you have no experience in cutting hair, if you come to the school, there's enough barbers around you with myself and the staff that we have 
we're going to get you comfortable to be your best barber you're going to be. And that best barber is going to be exceptional. It's going to be really exceptional because in some schools, you're either cutting just black hair or some schools, you're just cutting white hair. But in my school, we pride on being able to cut both types of hair and be a master barber to the exceptional level. Um, Ryan, talk about that. Just elaborate on that a little bit. Um, so, I, and I want to add to what Shane said real quick before you do that too, just because one advantage I do think that us being a little bit older, being a little more seasoned, having been in a job before this, um, it's almost a little bit of sink or swim for us. Right. Because it's like, we aren't, you know, you're not going back to your old thing. You're not going back to being an electrician. You're not going back to manufacturing or a restaurant or whatever, you know? So, um, I, I see a lot of, uh, I see a lot of the older folks in our school buckle down on their bookwork better. They, they, they have a little, sometimes a little more drive or a little more work ethic. Yes. And that's not a knock on the young folks because no. we got a lot of great young people. By far. But um, I think that is one advantage that we have. And to also make people, like you said, feel more comfortable changing a career or whatever, like it's it's definitely possible. And there are a lot of transferable skills yes. from your previous um, occupation or your career that, it, that can prepare you for it, you know, whether it's and even just being married or being a dad or, or whatever, you know. By far. So. That's what I would say to add on to it. Um, but as far as what you talked about to begin with, that's one of the main reasons I chose Crown Cuts. I knew that um, I would get the ch- I would get a chance to be around, talk to, cut all different ethnicities. Um, in the few months that I've been at school, uh, I've I've cut Asian hair, Latino hair, African American, white, um, and I've been doing it for two months, and that's that's every day, and it's and it's a good mix too. Yes, it's not it's not uh you know ninety five five. It's it's a good mix, and that and that prepares you. It does. I've cut a lot of women, um, yes. in my short time there, so it's been great. It's been great. Tim, yes, does that give you confidence in listening to Ryan say he's cut women? Shane say he cuts his wife. Devon talk about it. he cut every. Does it give you confidence if to realize? Tim is going to be cutting my hair soon. Tim just started. Tim, how long have you been in school? Um, uh, getting ready to be two and a half, or excuse me, a month and a half. A month and a half. After so this next week. He's coming in, and Tim, he has high confidence. Tim doesn't care. I'll throw whatever at him. He's like, let me do it. I'm ready. He'll put his gloves on. He'll pop them. And jump <laughs> into the head. <laughs> <laughs> he goes right in there. So does that give you confidence to have these guys talk about the type of haircuts that they do and when they do it and just with comments talk about that what is, how does that make you feel for your husband I know he'll be good because everything he's done before he's great at it he is I know he can do it how has the transition been for you watching him well I mean I try to support him I try to do what I can when I'm there we work opposites and I'm hardly ever there so another question what do you know about Barbara and what in, what have you learned recently on, since Tim has been in school? What do you know? Have, what what do you know about Barbara? What are you finding out? Well, I never knew that you colored hair and perm, and I think that's cool. It's cool to know that you can do that. And what else? Because I'm excited to let him try it on my hair. <laughs> He's not, but I mean, I've had my hair ruined before, but he'll be okay. <laughs> You've had your hair ruined before. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> and I have already cut a female's hair at Crown Guts Academy. And I rocked it. 
And I rocked it in case you couldn't hear that. <laughs> Tim, one thing you can hear it and realize that we're live on Market Street Media. So whatever we say and talking, we're live. So yeah, be bold about what you're saying, Tim. Let them know it up there and where you're from. Spruce that Spruce Pine, that you're going to be the best. You're going to take it over. And your prices are going to be second to none. And your service is going to be second to none. You're going to be amazing. Just let them know. Don't be, don't be shy with it. Have you ever known me to be shy? <laughs> <Come on. Yeah. laughs> not, not, not with that voice. That's like the Barry White voice. <laughs> That's what the, when we're reading. This is radio voice. This is radio voice. No, no. When we're reading from the text, that's rhyme. When we're in class, they said, uh, I want Tim to read the whole book. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's like uh, it's like that calm app that you fall asleep to, you know. And they're I told like, him I didn't want to put anybody to sleep. Though. And they're like, yeah, they like the, the the bird chirps in the rainforest. And that's and that's it's not like that, that's right? Tim. Yeah, yeah. It, it's real. It's real common. So last week we were talking, and Tim was like, oh, "I'm I'm gonna be fine," but. I know when we get down there, Ryan's just going to take over the whole thing. <laughs> no, he said I could take over. And I said, you kidding me with Ryan there? But that's cool. We, and the reason we're so comfortable with each other, people, um, we have a real great family atmosphere at Crown Cuts Academy. Um, we built from within. And we make everyone feel real comfortable, no matter what age group you're in. Um, our youngest student is 18. The oldest to graduate was 63. And everybody in between. So don't be afraid of changing careers. And what advice would you give someone if they change in a career? No matter what it might, might, not even barbering, but changing a career from something that you're stuck in, you can't move, you're just frustrated, you're in a rut, you're like, I need to do something something different. So what kind of advice would you give someone? And I'm, I'm biased. I said change a career to barbering, but hey, barbering's not for everyone. So what kind of advice would you give someone? Got to get out of your comfort zone. Some people get into a career and they're, you know, they got some benefits and making good money, but they're miserable. So is it really all worth that? You got to get out of your comfort zone and try something else if you're miserable. What do you think, Devon? Um, I think life, man, just in general is about taking chances. You know, we all took a chance when we had, when we had kids or whatever we did when we, when we play baseball, we take a chance and we, every time we go hit, we might get pegged. So, Thing is, is just take a chance. And my a thing that I learned at Crown Cuts Academy, man, is if uh you know you fail to plan, you plan to fail. So if you are going to change careers, have a plan, and, and have a plan quickly, so you can visualize your plan and then you can execute it. Because you know a plan without execution, that's just a dream. So yes, really, just executing your plan. Right. See where the quotes come from. Is this <laughs> it runs. That was my <laughs> quote. Yeah, that Craig, was my quote Friday. Craig is a, a living meme. He, he, he is a walking quote. Was that, I mean, a, that was my quote in class Friday. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> a dream without execution is a hallucination. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, as far as advice for me, I would say, uh, like, I was really thinking a lot of what Devon was thinking, though, like-minded in the fact that you got to have a plan. Um, but I, w- the thing that really pushed me over the edge, and this is what I would say to somebody too, is like, yeah, it's not, e- it's not ever too late to do it, but don't ever put, don't put it off to where you feel like it is too late to do it. You know right. what I mean? Um, like I'm, I guess I'm the only one in here without kids right now. Um, but at the same time, I, I plan on doing that soon. So, you know what? I was like, you know what? Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and knock this out. And I, actually I was telling Layton before we came in here, like, 
you know, there are some there are some positives out of COVID, and oh, by far. you know, it's it's hard for everybody to see that. But the silver lining for me was I was able to go ahead and and get a month of yes of uh, book work, online work, yes. theory. That, that was that, that's a that's a kick. That's a game changer right there. It, it, it was weird, honestly, because I've been praying about it, and I was like, you know what? It, it's it's like it, it was like it was just laid on my heart. Like this is this is the time. Like let's right. go let's go get it. Let's you know, it. yeah. So that's what I, that's what I would say. Um, Shane, what do you think? Um, well, you know, just my experience, you can't be on the fence about it. You know, you, <laughs> you, and, and I was on the fence for a long time because, you know, I was worried, just like Tim said, you know, you, you, you worried about stepping off, away from that stability and, you know, is it worth it? You're working six, seven days a week, uh, eight, 12 hours a day, you know, and, and you, you can't be on the fence. You've got to, you got to visualize your future. And and just go that way, and that, that and that's what I did. And and I'm pretty sure it's scary for everyone because when you don't know what's behind door one or door two, you're like, oh, should I just? And some people are just like, oh, I'm not gonna open no doors. I'm good. Well, you know, and the thing and the thing is, you know, when I first decided I wanted or was thinking, I, I talked to a lot of positive people. Greg, yes. you've been one of them. Uh, I have a barber right down the road, Scott Tate, uh, Center Barbershop. You know, I talked to him a lot, and and there was more positives than negatives that came out of those conversations. And so, you know, that's really what pushed me over the edge. Um, what do you think, Miss Miss Holman? Watch the um, what, what advice would you give someone? You got to do what makes you happy. Like you said, if you're miserable, do it. Just take a leap of faith and do it. Yeah, because it's, and it's not just for. People just think barbering is just a, a male dominant thing. Like next week, our podcast is going to be on female barbers. So we we have to kind of set the bar high and let them know, hey, you're thinking about changing careers from a female perspective, going into a male dominant field, that could be even more scary. So think about that. So how we set the tone, how we give advice, it has to be for men and women as well. Because there are a lot of women who might have some insecurities about transferring into a male-dominant sport. So from your perspective, Ms. Holden, what do you think? If you was giving a female or your daughter an advice to change careers and she she came to you and said, Mom, I would like to go into the barbering industry, knowing that it's a male-dominant sport, what would you what would you say? What would you think? What would you tell her? Tell her to do it. I mean, I've seen a lot of women barbers that I, I didn't know that existed, but I think it's awesome. I think it's good that they can compete and do the same thing. A thing that I would tell a female barber, though, is to embrace that it is a male-dominant sport, and we are males. And you can set yourself apart. Exactly. Embrace that because me as a male, if I had a female, uh, you know, that, that was that was real good at barbering, you know, the, their, their touch is better anyways. They're just softer touching. It's a female, you know, us guys, we don't. You might not want a male all in your face, you know what I'm saying? So I would prefer a female in my face if I if I could choose one. So if, if, I would embrace 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 being a female and take advantage as, of if it. If she can cut as good as you can, yeah, like cutting. It's over. Yeah. If a girl cuts as good as I do, it's over for. Right. It's 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 ball game. It's it's time to say it's over. It's done. What do you think, Ryan? Yeah, I would agree with that, and I would say too that like a lot of men, like he said, if if there's if they're equal, a lot of men especially with a female cutting their hair, it's like if they can give approval for that cut, they know they can go out into the world right. and other females may approve that cut. So, um, you know, we 
men, I mean, honestly, men, men just don't pay attention to how, how they look too, as right. much as, you know, <laughs> as much as a female does. And uh, a lot of times when a man's coming to get a haircut, it's for an important event or yeah. a date or something where a female is going to be present. So, and, and don't feel the age will hold you back either. What do you think, Tim? Obviously, I don't think age will hold me back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right behind the 63-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about advice for female bar. What would you, what would you get? Oh. Tim is a funny guy. Shane, I wish he was there. Tim keeps it light. Tim has a has a nickname for everybody in that school. <laughs> That's because I can't remember their real names. <laughs> I'm sorry, what was the question So again? what kind of advice would you give a female barber? I thought you said something about age. Uh, <laughs> uh, changing career as a female barber. It's a little bit tricky because you're thinking it's a male-dominant sport. Yeah, well, like Devon said, it's if you're a good barber and you're a female, it's going to separate you because you are a female in a male-dominant sport. But there's a misconception because a lot of men, they see a woman and instantly their eye is going to go to the male barber. Well, I would say build your portfolio so they can see what you can do. They see and, your and, abilities. And then there's still some challenge, in it, and that's will lead into going to the next part of it in a second. What do you think, Shane? Um, you know, I, I think it's a good thing. Uh, uh, yeah, they, if they become good at what they're doing, and you know, I think I think a lot of guys would, would gravitate toward that. Right. Um, uh, and and you know, I don't see any problem in it. I, th- I think I think you can separate yourself and, and and become a great barber. And I think female barbers is a game changer as well. I think that's a game changer. If there's any female barber out there who want to get into this industry, or you might not even be able to cut hair. And it doesn't matter your age range, your age group. It's a great career for anyone. Um, the salaries is unbelievable. There's no cap on what you can make um, with the product sales, um, the haircutting, the services that we add. Hey, it's it's a level playing field when it comes to that, right? And, and that's part of like part of what I didn't realize when I got into this was what kind of community the barber community is. Yes, it doesn't see color, it doesn't see race, it doesn't see height, female, male, whatever. And I mean, it's been unbelievable to me, even at companies that I've reached out to mm-hmm. for like sample products, um, the amount of talent just in the school. Yes. Um, the, how well rounded everybody is around me, how much, how much everybody's been willing just to help me. Yes. You know, um, and, and it's not just here in Johnson city. I feel like, I, I honestly feel like that all over the globe. And yes. I had no idea how tight knit of a community it was. So I would say that to a female, like, Hey, you know, it's all love, you know, I have a good female friend. Um, shout out to Boney. She's in Hawaii. Um, she's a female barber. And we have never met, but we co- corresponded over barbering. And she's killing it. Um, we're such good friends. I had one of my um, clients. He's in the military. Oh, no, he's not in the military. I'm sorry. He was going to Hawaii because his wife is in the military. And he's like, Craig, I'm worried about getting my hair. He's like, don't worry about it. I got you. So I linked up with my friend in Hawaii, and he got a haircut from the female barber in Hawaii. And, and it was amazing. So that's what you talk about, Ryan, when you say the barber industry is just yeah absolutely it really is global and um 
you know, like I said, and I, and I make mention of a couple of companies not to try to, to, you know, shout anybody yeah. out or you know plug anybody here. But like I reached out to like Dr. John Shaving Company. I reached out to Arcadian in Knoxville. I reached out to, um, you know, a bunch of different companies yep. that are like, oh, you're going to school. You're going to barber school. That's so dope. Like, let us send you some stuff. We'll take care of you. And now it's funny because I'm able to share. I've got so much product now. I'm just sharing with everybody at school. Oh, true story. And never, and and never had to, uh, you know, think one thing about it. Right. Um, O'Dowd's has sent me a ton of stuff. Like I could sit here and just name, name them, them off. off. And it's not just one. And I say that because it's not just one, two, or three companies. It's it's literally everybody I reached out to sent me some sort of response. Right. Um. And and I knew when I started out doing that, I was like, it's something different about this. You know, it's not just. Uh, it's not just you know some other group of people. This is different. This yep. is a tight knit community. It's, it's a great. It's a great group of of us. Devon, what are we? What are the we bar, the, just the the, the the brotherly love in the barber industry. Just the love. Oh, it's amazing. Uh, going to a hair show. That's really when it opened my eyes. If y'all haven't been to a hair show yet, make sure whenever you know the COVID's through, make sure you get to a hair show. But just going to a hair show and actually. Uh, you know, connecting with different people from different areas, you realize that we, we all, we're just one, you know, we're all just barbers at the end of the day. And the, the coolest thing about barbering to me is that like, and other things like certain sports, you know, some players might hide their training methods that, that elevate them over other players and stuff like that. But in barbering, we legit share all of our methods just because if you, if you Facts. die with that method, you know, that's kind of, that's suckerish to me, you yeah. know? So if I have any knowledge, like I, I came to the school, uh, I think a year ago to the date, honestly, uh, a year ago and I did my, my first barbering class and I, I taught some people, some students and some people that didn't even do barbering yep. and, uh, just giving them what I, what I got, you know, you don't want to keep anything away from anybody, man. So just make sure you're, you're sharing the knowledge. And, yes. So, and Shane, expand on that, just the community and what you felt, what you see, what you've seen so far. In the industry and what you feel of it, how did that well, make you, you know, feel? Well, you know, coming into it, I wasn't sure what to expect, but I've I've met so many great people. I've met so many and and, and friends, you know, people I call friends and, and and people that I know I could go to and ask a question. And I've had a lot of questions up to this point. And <laughs> so, uh, you know, everybody that I have went to and, and tried to uh, get information from, even back to the school to to try to figure out things uh everybody's always welcomed that and, and been able to been able to help me you know and, and that that's I'm, I'm grateful for that so um you know I've, I've just met a lot of great people while i've been in school and, and, I, and I just keep meeting them tim what do you think i know you just started but you've met you seem like you're real comfortable in the school setting right now because you pretty much know everyone and everyone has their little Tim story, a little Tim joke, and, <laughs> and we build off of that and grow. So what what, what do you expect? Well, uh, the, what Ryan was saying there, I mean, I, I've asked – every haircut I've asked somebody something. And then coming in not knowing nothing. Right. No, no one coming from a totally different town, a totally different area, acclimating yeah. yourself, meeting new people. I'm usually pretty good at that. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know a lot of strangers. But I mean, I'm you know asking uh, people questions, other students questions, and they jump right in and help. And never show me their techniques or you know different things that they do to fix whatever problem I'm having at the moment. I just think that's cool, you know. Like he said, you don't hold nothing back or right or, or take nothing with you. Let everybody else share in your knowledge, and when I have some knowledge, I'll share it. 
And I want to touch on something before we go in any further. Um, I'm not... One thing about barbering, too, people are going to judge you. People are going to judge you for your skin. People are going to judge you because most people associate black with just fading or white with just doing um, share work. Or if I'm black, you have to go to a black barber. If I'm white, I have to go to a white barber. And that's one thing I diffuse at Crown Cuts Academy. Big if, time. <laughs> if you come into the school to get a haircut from one of our students, hey, you're going to cut someone because that could be a teaching moment as well. You're not going to discriminate about who cuts your hair because all the students are going to be able to cut all different types of hair like we spoke on earlier. And it happens a lot of times. People come into the school, whether they may be like, oh, I see Shane. No, Shane's not cutting my hair. I'm like, Shane is cutting your hair. <laughs> and then when Shane is finished, you're like, oh, man. Did he do that? Where did he get that from? And Shane just calm, cool, and collected. Talk about that, Shane. And I'll let everyone explain on that a little bit. Talk about that, Shane. Well, yeah, you know, being being an older male in the school, I, I run into that. You know, I felt like people were afraid. But you just kind of, you know, you just have to prove yourself, you know. And, and that is one reason I, I chose Crown Cuts is because I wanted to be able to, to do – multicultural haircuts of any kind. I wanted to learn it all, you know, and and I, I feel like that's important. To because we, we've had incidents where someone may come in and they may be black or Hispanic or whatever, and, and no one else is, everyone else is tied up cutting hair and Shane is open. And they come around the corner and they see Shane like, no. <laughs> and, I, and I'm like, yes. <laughs> no. And coming shaking and panicking and shaking and just like, hey. and, and you know, and you, and you and you do if you do a good job, or you do a good job, and you know they they come back asking for you. So yeah. uh, you just have to prove yourself, and that that's a and keep positive positive outlook on that stuff. And it's gonna happen again if you're black. Someone might white might come and be like, do you do you guys cut white hair? I'm like, this is a school. We we don't just teach how to just cut black hair. And one thing that we can we preview to in our school, it's pretty much well. It's probably one of the most diverse places you'll be in in Johnson City. The conversation, the people you look around, it's just to me. I, I love the atmosphere because it's really just so diverse. It's almost like fifty fifty, and we all blend well together. Talk about that, Ryan. Someone coming in and just prejudging you, and you're like, hey. Yeah, I think that. Shane is spot on. I think another thing you can do, um, because I've had it happen to me just a little bit, but it's okay. Um, I think I think it's important to be good at every other thing besides just the haircut, too, to make yes. them feel more comfortable. Yes, sir. Um, if I can have a good conversation with them, um, find something that I can relate to them about. Something common. That they realize, wait a minute, he's not really that much different than me. Right. His skin may be a different color, but, you know, we're all the same here. Yes, sir. You know, so... Um, I just try to use my background as a teacher and a coach to be able to build a relationship with the person in the chair. And um, I think that eases their mind. Yes. Um, and I think it, it gives me an opportunity to prove myself, like Shane's talking about. So, Good. Devon, talk about that I mean, on a different perspective. Now. Um, That's one of the, the great things that Crown Cuts is doing within the Tri-Cities barbering culture and, and, and community in general is uh not only making the barbers feel comfortable being uh, versatile, but also making the clients be versatile, you know, and who they accept cutting their hair and stuff like that. And I think it was one time I was in school and, you know, I would try to, you know, pick and choose my clients. So I would try to only cut black people. 
And then we had this one one guy come in, and Craig's like, you're going to cut him. I was like, no, I'm not cutting him. He was like, no, you're cutting him. I was like, all right. And then, uh, but luckily, Craig did do that, though, because now with my clientele base, that that's one of the reasons why I am able to be booked up Tuesday through Saturday uh, every week is because I'm I'm real versatile. I cut Hispanic hair, Asian hair, white hair, black hair. I cut everything. And, yes. And uh, so being able to 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 perfect or, or at least try to perfect every kind of hair is real important in building your clientele. And you don't want to you don't want to put a cap on how much money you can make. Saying I'm only going to cut black people that limits me to only black people. So so now I can't you know I can't make as much as I I can. So it's important to be versatile. There's nothing better than being able to cut both te- both styles both textures. Everything. Why would you want to limit yourself? It also, excuse me. It also, it also makes it easier to cut every textures though. So, so learning how to cut, you know, Caucasian hair or Mexican hair has made me a better, has made me better at cutting black black hair as well. So, you know, learning all cutting all the hair is going to make you better as a barber all around in general. What do you think, Tim? Um, since you've been to school, you've pretty diverse. You've cut an array of different types of hair. What do you think? I have. Hey, listen, uh, listen to that voice again. Uh, Barry White. Ladies and I, gentlemen. I have. <laughs> I didn't even notice I did it. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've cut black hair, white hair, Asian hair, a woman's hair. Yeah, it's pretty scary. I mean, it's awesome. Uh, <laughs> but it makes you. But yeah, but what Craig said, I mean, he, if somebody comes in, it don't matter who you are, you're going to cut their hair, whether they want you to or not, or whether you want to or not, because not? it's going to. Break that comfort zone and make it happen. But yeah, I mean, it works. Does that excite you though, being able to cut all yes, different types? Absolutely. Of hair? Yeah, I want to learn as much as I can learn. I'll be like Devon when I get done, and you, you don't want to. And wanna, be uh, yeah, be like we still trying to figure out a name for for Tim. We figuring it out. It's gonna come. Someone's gonna send something to Lathan and be like Lathan. I think this is the name for Tim. Something, the Barry something. White Barber, <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the voice, the voice. The I don't voice. Know. The That's vo- a TV show. Someone's gonna come in. We're gonna find something for Shane. Uh, you know, and I, I think that's important for a barbershop. I, I think there is a lot of barbershops that that are, you know, I, th- I think a barbershop has to be versatile, yes. and, and and that's one thing that I'm really pushing for is is the versatile part of it. Yes. Uh, you know, so I want everybody to feel welcome. By far. You, know, you should. You should. You know, you, know you kind of lose what a barbershop, in my mind, is supposed to be right. if, you do, if you're not versatile. Right. You know, like, besides the fact of, like, what Don, Devon's talking about, about limiting yourself, you're you're also limiting limiting what type of environment and what shining light your shop can be yes. for a community. By far. And if it's if it's just one group of people... Like that's not what the word community means to me. You know what I mean? Oh, it's like it it's like that's what that's what that's what it's all about. You know what I mean? So, uh, being versatile is important if you're going to reach your potential for what your shop should be. And another thing is, you get to learn about so many different cultures. That that's that's really like it's made me more knowledgeable on so many different places in the world. So many different kinds of foods, music. Conversation is just, yeah. yeah. It, it, it's expanding my, it's like a fruit know, bowl. My, it's crazy. Like For what sure. I've learned from, you know, cutting all these different people. I've cut people from Iraq and stuff like that. Right. Getting to learn, like, and I always like try to ask them, like, you know, you know, do you like America? Like, what's the difference between America or your country or mm-hmm. something like that? And just getting to learn about what goes, like if I travel, 
it is making me prepared for being when I do travel, you know, so, yeah, so I know what to do, where to go, what to eat. So that's important. I mean, I honestly get more excited about I, I get more excited about the fact of who sat in my chair for that day. Right. Who I got to talk to, what they do, um, like something I can learn from, something I can uh, somebody I can network with, somebody I can uh, uh, get better from. You know, a lot of times my when my wife says, well, what'd you do today? I'm like, hold on a second. Let me tell you who I cut today, <laughs> you know, and that's a big deal. You know, so. Yep. Um, Miss Tim, what do you think? You have something you want to add? Because we're getting ready to close in a little bit, and we got to hear your voice because the people back in Spruce Pine, they need to hear you say that Tim's gonna be the best. Just say it one time. Tim's gonna be the best. So oh, watch out. <laughs> She's telling them something they already know. Yeah, yeah. She's coming out. So, so Tim, you know you got a support up there. Oh, yeah, you absolutely. A, you got a major supporter. Oh, I've had many friends already want me to. In fact, I went to pick up our breakfast this morning, and a guy was from the back of the restaurant. When? <laughs> I said, soon, man. Don't worry. Soon. <laughs> I, 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 I told Tim, Tim, just cut him. He's like, Craig, I, I'm not good yet. I want to wait till I'm good because I want to push people away. That's not the point. You've got to cut him. Well, I don't want to ruin him. I don't want to jack somebody up. Shane, this guy's Shane, single. Shane, he might be looking for a girlfriend. You can't just... You can't just wait till you're at your well, best. Well, like I said, this guy's single. He might be looking for a girlfriend. I don't want to jack him up get and, him and another month behind. And the reason why you want to cut him right now so you can raise your prices. If you cut him when you're good, you can't raise your prices. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're expecting you to be at that price right there. But if you you cut him right now, and whatever they give you, some of them might give you more than you might want. But when you That'll start cutting happen. them, and when you're really good, you can be like, hey, this is my price. And another thing, Tim, messing up is going to make you – messing up is how you get good. Right, but I would rather mess up where I have Craig there with me at, right now, you know, to fix it. I, I get you. You're, it's your first month of the half. Yeah. So I, I know where he's at, though, but, hey, but I got— Devon, remember that time yeah. you cut what's his name, that first haircut, and you yeah. thought it was the best? And I was like, Devon, no. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have the what picture have in my phone. It was Donna. They, they, uh, we used to grade haircuts, and, you know, I was excited because I was like, man, I killed this. Wait, I at least got a 7 or 8 out of 10. I got an incomplete, so, yeah, so, it, it, messing up, you learn a lot. I always knew I was in trouble when Craig said, did you take a picture of that? <laughs> that's when I knew he was going to come to me later and say, all right, let's look at this for a second, so, yeah. Hey, but that, but that prepares you, and by the way, I, I can't do that grading thing no more, Devon. I've been, beg- I've been begging him to bring it back, but but we, we tried it one day for, yeah, yeah. we tried it for like two seconds one day. Yeah. <laughs> tell you it's people started shaking don't judge me not yet i'm like it's, yeah. it's good for you though it sets you up i mean it's important to get you in that mind frame of thinking of and if you want to get better someone critiques you and tell you hey this is this and this is that you don't want someone just telling you it's good when it's not good you want that tell absolutely not yeah you want to be like okay how can i and there's no way your haircut can be a seven or eight or nine when you first start that shouldn't even hurt your feelings because that means you only have you have nowhere to grow in nine months yeah. It hurt my feelings, though. <laughs> I'm like you, Tim. I'm I'm, I'm confident too. Yeah. So yeah, it hurt. It, it, it broke me down. And it sounded like you never even needed to do this in the first place. I know. I know. Nobody could take it. I man. know. It was tough, but it was. But everybody who went through it, but I, they're yeah. really happy that they went through it. I have to pull Craig to the side, and I'm like, Craig, now I know you won't tell anybody else, but I got thick skin. I just need you to be honest <laughs> with me. And he's like, 
Okay. So he'll he'll tell me. He'll tell me. But, yeah. Yeah. He brought it up in class one day, and he's like, "We all think if I did this again, it was like four or five people like getting mad, raising their voice." And he was like, "Okay, never mind." Yeah, we, no, we can't do this. Wait, you asked me the other day if I took a picture, and you did. Is that what that's for? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I come back and tell you how you did. <laughs> okay. Show you the weight line, what you yeah, did wrong. Yeah. At, yeah. The, at the end of the day, Kim said, "Let me see that picture." And you know, and it's good. I mean, it's a learning. I, oh, I, I agree. A lot just by that stuff. You know, that's the only way you develop yeah, an eye for it, though. Yeah. You know, now that I've been doing it for a few months, like to begin with, I couldn't even see where my mistakes really yeah. were on fine details. Right. And now it's funny because we got other students that come in and they're like, "Hey, what do you see right here?" Yeah. And and I'll tell them, and they'll say, "I don't even see that." You, yep. you can see it from across the room. Yeah, yeah. but it wasn't even until but it wasn't until <laughs> these things like this where I was able to see. Here's where you left a little weight. Here's where your blend could have been come a little here, better. Come here for a second. Yeah. Let's, let's step over and look at that. <laughs> yeah, those are never good words. Hey, come here for a second. Hey, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But then when you get two years out though, and you go back and look at those pictures, it's real humbling though, and it makes you stay hungry because you know how good you got in two years. There's another barber like y'all right now. Mm-hmm. Like being in here is humbling, and it makes me hungry. Like. I want to go cut right now because I know if I get complacent, one of you guys can take my spot. Right. At the end of the day, I'm still competitive, but I don't compete with nobody. And that's another thing. Be the best version of yourself. Don't try to be better than Carver Clips. Don't try to be better than Craig. Be the best version of yourself, but also know that somebody else is coming to take your client from you. So stay hungry. That's that's the key. Stay hungry. That's good advice. I mean, that, 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 that is true. I mean, we have a lot of great barbers, and it just amazes me sometimes when I walk around the room and see how some of you guys develop. And it just makes me feel good inside. And that makes me like, just like, man, that's, I smile and says like, man, the potential and just seeing someone never touched clippers before, don't know, just real nervous of jumping and cutting a haircut. And then they're like, man, yo, I got this. I'm on my own. I don't need you no more, Craig. I'm good. Those words, I feel good when I don't have to be around you as much no more. That's good for me because I know someone else now needs my attention. And I don't mind doing my job because that's what makes me happy, just teaching and doing that part. And folks, as we close, we've had a great session today. Um, let these guys come around and give their last word before we close. But it's, again, the podcast is fun. For everybody who's been on there after they've finished with it, they're like, man, that was fun. What do you guys think? What do you, what do you, what do you think about the podcast as we close? Yeah, I had a blast with it. Um, I actually joke around. It's, uh, you know, Some of my buddies that, that listen to podcasts, I don't know if y'all get this vibe from people, but they're like, <laughs> You know, hold on a second, man. I'm listening to a podcast. Like they're like, uh, excuse me, excuse me, sir. Hold on, let me take this podcast out. So you know, you kind of got those people. So yep. I was like, you know, I've never been on something like this. I didn't know what to expect, but it's been cool. And I actually listened to all the episodes before, just because um, I like the knowledge, I like the information, and um, I mean, I like being around like-minded people. So it's been a great opportunity. Yep, yep. And Ryan has about seven months left in school, um, so. He's going to be around. Come check him out at Kronka's Academy and get get some good work done. Um, The podcast was awesome. Uh, really, Craig, I just want to say I'm proud of you just uh, growing up, you know, you being my barber from a kid. Seeing Craig go from hanging up signs in Keystone, you know, for his little two-man shop to now owning a school and actually giving me my college education, man. It's really good, man. And I – Appreciate I'm really that. proud of you, man. And Appreciate that. It was a good experience. It was nice to get to see something from, like, mindsets from where, like, every stage that I've already been through, like, the first month, the third month, just got out, ready to go. Like, it, it's crazy. 
getting to see all these different opinions. Yeah, it's fun seeing that. So, and Craig, uh, you know, you give me motivation to where I can't go with this barbering thing. So, man, thank you, man. Definitely, definitely. Shane? Uh, I, I, was, I was nervous driving up here because <laughs> I, don't, I don't like putting myself out there, as you know. Uh, I don't like talking in front of crowds either. So, uh, this, lies, uh, yeah, right I know. I, I, I tried not to look at that. But, uh, so... But yeah, I, I really enjoy hanging around everybody here, and uh, you know, I, I I love the conversation, and and I'm just enjoyed you having me here. You know, so. hey, we're gonna do it again because I'm gonna do I'm doing podcasts all the time every Monday. Um, we'll bring you guys again on this, and you'll be on there with someone different the next time. But I guarantee you will be on there again. We have several more episodes to be to do. Um, Tim, your closing words when you? Well, the podcast was fun. Hope everybody out there was entertained. You're the best. You're uh, the but best. uh. uh all the barbers that I spoke to back where I'm from tell me before I started, you're not going to learn nothing in barber school. You don't learn till you get out. Well, if you come to Crown Cuts, I'll guarantee you that ain't true. <laughs> you will start learning from day one. 100%. Yes, sir. 100%. And what do you think, Ms. Harmon? This con- I know you kind of warmed it, look a little bit more comfortable. As we close, any closing words? What do you think of this whole episode? Just hearing different barbers, different students speak. It's good. I mean, I've never been involved in a podcast before. I've never heard one. Never, never. It's interesting. That's good. Good. I'm a happy. A lot of knowledge. Good. And again, um, thank you guys for coming out. We had a, we had a, it was real pleasurable. Again, it was fun. Um, the next episode will be um, Female Barbers. Um, check us out at Crown Cuts Academy, um, 423-461-0004. Um, if you have any question, we do haircuts after 11. Uh, haircuts for adults eight dollars for kids five come down let one of these wonderful students cut your hair um it's great for the experience and it's great for them to learn and also give you a discount haircut um lathan comes down with his son all the time he loves coming through and again i just want to thank lathan for setting this this platform for me to express myself because lathan he learns something new every time we have the podcast and he tells me man i didn't know that that was totally different so Again, thank you guys for coming and supporting us. You can find the podcast on Apple, Spotify, Rocket, um, Google. And I know a lot of people are having a hard time finding it. You just go there. Go to the podcast on whatever it is, platform you may be. Type in Barber College Success, and it will pull up, and you can listen to it. We have five episodes so far. This will be episode six, and we do episode every Monday. And again, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Spreading love the JC way once again. Peace. Thank you.